the most difficult things that happen for people with both vulnerability hangovers and energy hangovers is we feel like we have to go. And if you're watching, um, listening on the podcast, I just tightened up my whole entire body and sunk it in, right? We go within ourselves because now we've given too much. Now we feel too vulnerable. Now all of this stuff is happening. Hello, beautiful people. Yes, I am talking to you. Are you ready to feel confident AF, free from the expectations and opinions of others and create ultimate self-trust in who you are, what you say, and how you show up in every part of your life? If you answered a hell yes, I am, I guarantee this episode will empower you to be 100% yourself, 100% of the time, no shame or guilt needed. It's time for you to strut your stuff, express yourself with freedom, and fully embrace every freaking fabulous part of you. Let's dive in. Hello, my beautiful friend, and welcome to another episode of Road to Radical Visibility. My name is Rachel Freeman Sowers, also your host, known as the Break Free Bitch, because I am passionate about helping people break free from the toxic social constructs, expectations, beliefs, and opinions that have been holding them back from experiencing their lives exactly the way that they want to. And if that is you, today's episode is going to be so freaking good. The topic comes from something that has happened to me recently. And all of you may think that just because those of us that do this work, I mean, I've been a licensed marriage family therapist for over 20 years now. I've done this visibility coaching for the last six years, also along with the therapeutic work. And what happens is that we still have these same experiences because guess what? We're still human, just like you. (laughs) So I think it's really important to talk about our topic today The topic today is unlocking the power of vulnerability and energy hangovers. We're going to talk about what they are, how they stop you or how they often show up, and then what to do about it. You're going to want to stay to the end because I'm going to lead you through a short visualization that's going to help you walk yourself through this process. So if you ever feel the effects of a vulnerability hangover or an energy hangover, you're going to know exactly what to do to move yourself through that. Okay, so let's dive in and start talking about what are vulnerability hangovers and energy hangovers. So the term vulnerability hangover was coined by Brene Brown, who is a renowned storyteller and researcher on vulnerability. And her definition of a vulnerability hangover is the gut-wrenching feeling of shame and fear that pops right after you undertake an emotional risk. All right. So how does this show up in real life? It shows up like, oh my gosh, did I say too much? Oh my gosh, did I um, show up as myself too much? I never should have done that. I was over the top, right? Um, It's this fear of like, (gasps) and then you start having these feelings of, I never should have done that because you have become more emotionally vulnerable in a situation. So this can come often with my clients when our first couple of sessions, they reveal a lot of things that are deeper because we go deep pretty much right away. 
it really helps um, us move through some of the things that are stopping them. And when this happens, they can often feel like, oh my gosh, what is she going to think about me? What is going to happen? These things can take place also if you're in a public arena with your friends, maybe at a social event. This is really some of social anxiety too. So when we emotionally become emotionally vulnerable, like we really haven't before, we feel this immediate flight, fight, freeze, or fawn because our bodies say, this isn't safe for us to do. Because the other times when we have done it, we've gotten hurt, we felt embarrassed, we experienced shame, and that comes from a history of patterns, right? Okay, so that is what um, a vulnerability hangover is. And I added to that, it is the feeling of guilt too. It's self-judgment. It's projected self-judgment. Like, what are they going to think? Oh, they think this. They think I'm stupid. They think I'm unintelligent. Um, and it's really this feeling of regret. So what is an energy hangover? So an energy hangover is the energy zapping feeling of, um, of time when you are open, uh, open emotionally. So this happens when we become open to other people and either we can take on their stuff, their stuff comes to us. And if you're a highly sensitive individual, this often happens. You feel like people are giving you their stuff or you feel their pain or you hold space for me, it's like, um, this happened to me and it happens to me when I have events, I bring my whole self to the event. I really inject, um, a way of being here that, that helps other people open up. So if you're a guide, it can happen like that. If you're being there for your friend, it can feel like, um, there's a lot of energy that's been kind of drained out of you. Now with the energy hangover, it can also feel like, what did I do wrong? I had such a good day and now I don't feel like it. The body is tired. It feels like it needs to be rejuvenated or nurtured. And the energy hangover continues if we don't rest, if we don't listen to the body, and if we don't restore ourselves. So... These are two different types of hangovers. And what we need to do is unlock the power of these. And the way that we do that is through acknowledging and being able to identify which one is happening. The other thing that happens here is often we are thinking that we have done something wrong or that we're going back, right? I thought... Um, a lot of my clients will say, I've said this thing to this person that I wanted to say. I was honest. I was respectful. And now I feel like I did the wrong thing. Like I never should have said it. Or they'll say, you know, I wanted to be there for this person. But um, when I was there for them, I walk away feeling drained. Right? This is an energy hangover. We don't have enough energy stored for ourselves. Or we aren't producing enough of this nurturing for ourselves. The energy hangover can also be accompanied by joy, right? Um, and the true you vision board event, <coughs> excuse me, that I just did, it was so full of joy and so full of gratitude and so full of just like, holy shit, I get to do this like for a living. This is what I get to do. That can also impact us on an energy hangover level. All right. 
So either of these circumstances can last seconds, minutes, hours, days, months. We need to learn to recognize which one it is because some things can be done the same to help each one of these. But most importantly, there are things that can be done specifically to each thing. So we said the, what are they, what they are, we've defined those, how they stop you. So when you feel shame, you say, what's wrong with me? Why can't I just be happy? And all those things, when actually you can be happy, your body is just not used to that feeling. Or why am I always so tired? Every single time I help someone else out, I just drain myself. So we need to adjust the way that we're interacting in the world after we define these. So how do they stop you? They often stop you by making you feel like you've done something wrong, like you shouldn't have done something, like you still can't handle it, like, see, I never was confident in the first place, all of that kind of thing down the rabbit hole of shame and guilt. All right. So what do we need to do? How do you move through them? The number one thing to do for both of these is to up the self-compassion. You move through them, like we already said, by identifying. You identify which one it is. If you have a vulnerability hangover, you can ask yourself, was there a time recently that I was more emotionally vulnerable with someone than I have been in the past? Okay, so that's a question. You can ask the same question of the energy hangover. Have, have I been really surrounded by a lot of people giving a lot of my energy um, in the recent past? When you ask yourself those questions, yes or no, obviously is the answer, or maybe some of both. That's when things can get really interesting. And then you're going to turn up the self-compassion in, in the heart space and realize that there's nothing wrong with you, that you have had experiences that you have actually used as growth. Oftentimes a vulnerability hangover can seem like it's a negative thing, but it's actual growth. And when we change our perspective through self-compassion and look at that as growth, instead of something that's taking us back, then we start getting um, one foot in front of the other and build momentum. That's when we start turning towards being able to feel safe and emotionally vulnerable with people that you want to be emotionally vulnerable with. So you can create deeper relationships, so you can create a larger impact, so that you can be present with the people you want to be present with. Right, self-compassion in an energy hangover very much looks like, all right, what have or how have I been giving of myself and where do I want or where am I craving more nurturing? Now, so many people go outside of themselves for this. And I want to tell you, there's nothing wrong with that. But we don't want to have to rely on something outside of ourselves to nurture us to make us feel better, to comfort us. It's a great bonus. Believe me. And yet if someone is not there, I work from home all day long. There are not always people there. And so I need to learn how to have this self-compassion for me to say, this is what I need right now. And for me to have the courage and the follow through to do what I need to do for myself. 
It could be a drive. It could be going for a walk. And it literally could be a walk around your neighborhood. So I have three different walks timed around my neighborhood. One walk takes me seven minutes and 40 seconds. So if I do that walk, I know at any point in time, I can fill my bucket back up by being outside, right? So we are turning up the self-compassion. This requires us to look at ourselves differently and speak to ourselves differently. The second thing is you want to identify how you want to be feeling. I talk about this a lot. We often can say how we don't want to be feeling. We often can point out everything that is going in a way that we don't want it to go. And yet I wonder how much more beneficial it'll be for us to say, this is how I want to be feeling. So I may feel tired from doing this event. I expect to feel tired after doing an event. I like showing up the way that I show up for people. Fantastic. Then I plan for what I need to do after. So for the next 24 hours, I don't plan a lot of things to do. I pretty much wake up when I want to wake up. I spend a lot of time outside. Usually that's something that happens. I stick to myself. I will eat I don't know, really nurturing food for me to eat. And I'll just feel like I'm caring for myself. This doesn't mean you go in the cocoon and retreat. Like that's one of the most difficult things that happened for people with both vulnerability hangovers and energy hangovers is we feel like we have to go. And if you're watching, um, listening on the podcast, I just tightened up my whole entire body and sunk it in, right? We go within ourselves because now we've given too much. Now we feel too vulnerable. Now all of this stuff is happening. But if we go through the steps, the self-compassion, identifying which one with that self-compassion, if you identify how you want to be feeling, and then you begin to shift your reticular activation system, you begin to shift your perspective into what you want then it's time to mentally rehearse the visualization we are going to do right now. All right. So here's the visualization. I love it. Please don't do this. If you're driving, don't close your eyes. <laughs> um, but I'd love for you to do it at a time when you can. And we're just going to take about three minutes for this visualization. This is actually a visualization that I came up with for my own self about six days ago. I have an accountability partner, as many of you know, in Mexico, and we do things quite often. We talk every single day and we help each other move through things. Well, the other day, both of us were feeling like we are just ugh, like blah. And we were feeling like um, we didn't have a lot of energy and things weren't really moving. But in the background, things are moving. So literally what I did was I did this visualization and I wrote it out to him and we did it together and we moved through. So this is going to be a really quick visualization. So just put your feet flat on the floor if you can. Make sure to uncross your arms and make sure to uncross your legs. And just settle into your chair if you're laying down. That's totally fine. Just settle in, get comfy. And just begin by one deep breath, inhaling through the nose and exhaling through the mouth. And with each breath that you have, inhaling through the nose, exhaling through the mouth, you begin to feel calm. You feel the jaw relax. Maybe you move your neck around. Feel the shoulders start dropping down. Just start settling in. 
Noticing the rise and the fall of the belly for the breath. And I want you to just picture yourself at the beginning of a tunnel. And there's nothing scary about this tunnel. We're just going to move through it. And the tunnel is lighted and you can see the end of the tunnel. It's just short. It's not very long at all. And at the beginning of this tunnel, you see yourself and you feel the things that you're feeling about feeling stuck, about scared to say what you want to say. And when you do, it feels really vulnerable. Or maybe when you always meet with someone, there's some kind of resistance there because you always feel drained of your energy. And so just start with some of these feelings right now, bringing them up in the body, noticing where they are in the body. And then what we're going to do is we're going to just start walking, taking step by step. And the beautiful part of this is that this tunnel maybe lasts 20 steps, maybe 30 but it doesn't take long at all to move through. And each step that you're taking, you notice that these feelings start to leave the body. Maybe it's almost like they start falling off of you. They no longer belong to you. You feel lighter with every single step. You begin to feel more free you notice you are confident. Your body feels safe to express. You feel safe to express with your voice, with your interactions in the world. You feel the shame start to fall off or leave through the bottom of the feet back into the earth. Any judgment with each step, you're starting to near the end of this tunnel. It's bright and it's beautiful. You're ready to exit this tunnel. You're ready to let all of this go and leave it behind. Knowing that as you exit the tunnel, you feel calm and confident rejuvenated just taking these few moments for yourself has filled you back up allowed you to see things clearly and know exactly what you need to keep interacting the way that you want to and experiencing your life the way that you want to so just notice that you're exiting now, feeling fully enveloped by the sun shining on your face, smiling, feeling light and energized. And just come back into the room now, wherever you're at. Maybe move your hands or your feet, wiggle them around a little bit and coming back fully into the room. 
So I would love to hear in the comments, or you can DM me if you're listening to this on the podcast, what was that like for you? See, we often think that things have to take a long time to move through. And there's no rush to move through, but it also doesn't have to take a mile. So through this 20 to 30 step walking through this tunnel, tunnel, you actually are shedding off the things that are no longer needed for you to feel safe. So I no longer need to worry about shame. I no longer need to worry whether I said the right thing. You know, oftentimes people ask me, Rachel, how do you get to say just what you want to say and express yourself the way that you want to? And the fact of the matter is, is I've created this ultimate trust in myself. I don't always know what I'm going to say. And if you were here looking at my computer screen, you would see I have all these notes and maybe I've said a fifth of them. I just trust myself and I come from the heart. So this is where that self-compassion comes from. This is where this knowing of self comes from. So if you have been experiencing a vulnerability hangover or energy hangovers, I would love to hear which one you experience most down in the comments. You know, they can become quite even. If you're a people pleaser, if you're someone who has been raised to do things for other people to make them feel better and to self-sacrifice, oftentimes you may have energy hangovers. Vulnerability hangovers come when we often want to speak our truth, but maybe we have to do it in a, honestly, a more aggressive way, but it's not really true to us. Um, and they, it often accompanies people who have to um, defend themselves or feel like they have to get um, a certain way or come across in a certain way to just be seen or heard. These people often don't feel like they belong really anywhere, um, like they've had to fight for everything. So just notice how some of these things come up for you as you're going through your days um, and your weeks and just life in general to see what comes up for you. I'd love to hear how you um, are wanting to handle it now and in the future. So those are the difference. We talked about how, um, what they are, how they stop you and what to do. I've given you three steps, self-compassion, then you're going to identify how you want to feel. And then you're going to move yourself through this so that you can come out on the other side, feeling the way that you want to. You don't have to do much as you walk through this visualization. Just walk through it and notice how things fall off. I hope this has been helpful to somebody here that is listening to this. I want to invite you, if you're interested, I am hosting another True You Vision Board in the very near future in March. I'll put a link so that you can put your name on the waiting list. It is such a freaking fabulous time and it is so fun. All right, so I'm going to end this video here and I will ask each one of you, please make sure to stay true to yourself, be kind to others, and always, always, always honor the wise one that is within you. I will see you all on the next road to radical visibility. Until then, bye. Hold up, don't go yet. If this episode inspired you to be 100% yourself, 100% of the time, no shame or guilt needed, even just that little bit more, I would love to hear from you in the comments below. I'm here and I know you are too, to make a positive impact in the world. So don't forget to share the love. And if you were left wanting more of this type of kick-ass content, 
content, then don't forget to click the like and subscribe button. Until next time, make sure to stay true and be you. Until then, bye.